Hello, Fit Fam. You've got Laura here with episode number six of the Bikini Things podcast. I've got a couple of my bikini girls with me. I'm super excited to be recording with them today. I've got Jamie back again after episode five. She just finished competing at MPC West Coast this past weekend. And then I've also got my friend Lolly, and she is an NPC bikini competitor a recent graduate of Cal State Long Beach, and a wholesale nutrition athlete based in Southern California. Welcome, Lolly. Welcome. Well, hi. <laughs> I'm super excited to be here uh, with you guys today. Let I'm me excited to have you. Right yeah, thank you both for coming. So the two of you competed last Saturday at NPC West Coast in Riverside, and I have to say both killed it, looked amazing. Um, how, how do you guys feel about how you did and, and what's next for the two of you? Um, I feel pretty good. I'm just going to say the first show I did, the Fit Expo back in January, was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. So going into this one, I, I kind of already knew there would be a lot more people. So that kind of made me nervous, but um, kind of excited too because it's like a taste of what USA's is going to be like since they format it similar or the exact same way right yeah yeah so they walk out the same way um which is a little bit different than the traditional muscle contest um you kind of you line up um initially and then you file off to the side and then they do a first call out so initially you're not able to really walk out and do your full routine by yourself uh, because you're standing next to a few other athletes. I think it's eight, right? Yeah, it's eight. Eight at a time. So it's a little bit different. I was really nervous. I kept watching and I was like, all right, I'm going to go the wrong direction or turn the (laughs) wrong way or eat it or something. So it's definitely a little bit different, but it's good to get a variety out there, I think, and get used to how different shows are run. Yeah. Yeah. It was the same way for the Frigno that I did last fall. And it was the same. It's the same event producer. NPC West Coast is the same event producer as the Frigno was, as the upcoming Legion Sports Festival Mm -hmm. in Long Beach will be. Um, The Tahoe Show. I'm trying to remember the other ones that they do. The Motherload. um, NPC Motherload. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So anyways, the Frigno um, was like that too. And it wasn't as nerve-wracking because I kind of felt like prejudging. You didn't have to go out and do much. You just had to walk out, and then they just picked people. But the stage was like a textured plastic. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was going to totally eat it with the heels. But I didn't, so. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was super, super slippery. I was really worried I was going to slip or fall or something. Yeah, I'm as graceful as a squirrel, so I, I mean, anything can happen. What, you're me. not as graceful as a... Oh, come on, give yourself some credit. <laughs> no, you looked amazing, you both looked amazing, and it was it was really fun to come watch you, and that venue is really cool, the Fox Theater in Riverside. A lot of Super old nice. architecture, um, definitely got some of the, I don't know, is that 19th century, 18th century, just very cool, like old historic theater, which is a little different from the normal muscle contest, so... Yeah, and you can tell it's very different as far as theme. It's got a very artistic feel to it. I mean, the overall sculptures for the trophies were hand hand sculpted and they were very unique by an artist. And I feel like that's like a personal touch because you have something different to add to your collection if you do win that overall. 
Yeah. But it will happen someday. Yeah. It's going to happen for you. Yeah. Jamie won her class this weekend. She did amazing. Um, when are the two of you competing next? I will be competing in July at the my first national show, USA's in Exciting. Las Vegas. <laughs> so I'm very excited for that. Uh, yeah. And then I'm probably going to take a little bit of an off-season break after that. Okay. Trying to grow a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think we all are amongst the three of us. It's, it's part of it. Yeah, I want to I wanna say I want to do the Anaheim Fit Expo, but I think I need to grow a little bit more. I lost my glutes a little bit <laughs> dieting down into this next show. The tides helped, but mm-hmm. I mean, you can only do so much. You, being in a deficit for a while, you kind of need to reassess and, and go into it level-headed. So I think I might, I might be not done for a little while, but... I'm I'm definitely gunning for it. That's I'll awesome. Get, I'll get there. Yeah, and it's better I think to just take your time and think about it, and not not rush right into another show or another prep, especially if you're not sure if you're ready. And sometimes those stage photos can help you get some perspective too. I know the show I did in October, the muscle contest. I felt like I was very competitive. I got second out of two, so I definitely felt like a loser that day and I felt like I came in looking really good but looking at the pictures afterwards I had to say the girl that won the class she looked fuller she had bigger shoulders she had bigger glutes like I was maybe a little bit more conditioned and had a little bit more of a tie-in but overall she had more muscle so it was pretty obvious to me once I looked at the stage photos and could see the two of us standing next to each other in that lighting (laughs) And with the tan. And with the tan. No. And with the Dorito tan that's that still in scrub on. off. <laughs> and, when you're, and when you're not carb deprived and you're a little bit more level headed, I don't know about the two of you. But Which I'm, I know my boyfriend appreciates. I'm sure. Not repeating himself 20 times. <laughs> Wait, what, babe? What? Huh? Are you even listening? Or spontaneous <laughs> crying. <laughs> yeah, Actually, it's, it's good that you mentioned that. So our topic today that we were going to talk about is balancing a love life and dating and competing, um, I wanted to have the two of you on because you're both in happy, committed relationships. And for a little bit of contrast, I'm the single girl of the group. And so we can talk about our experiences. Um, I'm hoping you guys can maybe share some wisdom or just personal experience, maybe some mm-hmm. lessons learned about balancing your time and making a relationship work when you are on prep and you are very focused on a goal like competing and bodybuilding. So, yeah. I think the most important part is I'm still learning this. And my my boyfriend's great at it. My boyfriend, Matt, he's really open about communicating his wants and needs in a very mature way. Um, Sometimes I fall under the category of forgetting that he doesn't know or read minds all the time. So if I let him know in advance, he's like, okay, I understand why you're quiet. It's just because you're tired. It's not something related towards me or it's not something personal. And he, he, if he needs something or if he has a question about something, he asks. And I'm grateful for that because he's a good balance of um, being emotional and being really in tune and being aware of other people. And that's one of his best qualities. And I'm super lucky because I know a ton of... Uh, significant others like this is a this is a really intense sport and I don't think people know how much time goes into it until they're exposed to it firsthand so he's super patient 
Um, there are plenty of women that I've encountered that lose relationships or their significant other gets jealous or they don't want them to compete and it, it creates a little bit of a barrier between them. Um, and I, he sees how happy I am. Mm-hmm. And he gets excited, and he's like, I'm so excited for this weekend to hang out with you and your friends, like Lolly and her boyfriend. And, and then he loved Wendy, my other teammate, and, and her husband. He's like, these they're so rad. Like, it was such a great experience. And, like, your coach really cares about his team. And, he, and he's just super open-minded and positive. So it's, it's hard to find people like that. And, it is. Yeah. And I, I feel very lucky to have that. And, like, I know sometimes he definitely felt like, I mean, I would have felt like, gosh, she's spending so much time doing this. But we would just communicate with each other. And I would, I was a little bit more tired than normal. But um, he's very understanding and, and super supportive. Even with the aftermath, he's like, what do you want to eat? Like, I'll get you anything. We'll sample anything. What do you want? Oh, my God, yeah. He was totally (laughs) doing that. Yeah. When we were out eating, he was like, what do you want? I'll get you anything. Literally (laughs) anything. You want Reese's Cups? I'll go buy it for you. It's a good boyfriend. Where did you guys go to eat after? We went to Yard House. Oh, perfect. Because it was, like, an option. Like, everybody could get. Their menu is huge. Yeah. So, because there was, like, at least, like, eight maybe 10 of us yeah, right that was a good group of us. so yeah we wanted something that had variety and everybody can kind of get their own yeah. what they like no, that's so. perfect lolly wanted wings so we got to make sure we got the wings in there, there yeah you go. i love going to bj's after a show because the same reason it's yeah. a huge menu or cheesecake factory or cheesecake factory you can get almost anything yeah. you want <laughs> that's amazing so how long have you two been dating and, and how did you meet we've been dating a little over three years we met through online dating. What? Um, yeah. No way. Yeah. Really? And it, what's funny is I was the biggest person, like biggest skeptic because I had a few, not a few, a lot of horror stories before. And I was talking to him back and forth. And the reason that I went on a date with him is because it tells you if you have a mutual friend in common. Mm-hmm. And it... I went to Cal State Long Beach with our mutual friend. His name is Bennett. And I messaged Bennett and was like, hey, do you know this guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, he's great. Like, I've known him for a few years. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't have gone on an actual physical date because I was very skittish and scared from my previous experiences if it weren't for that mutual friend. So he likes to still take credit. And he actually commented, <laughs> he actually commented on one of my pictures of all the bikini girls. He's like, I shared my friends with you. Like, why aren't you sharing? <laughs> it was so funny. And I was like, I was like, like, now share your friends. Yeah, now share your friends. <laughs> Let me get in the mix. That's amazing. But yeah, he's a great person. They're both great. Very like positive, open-minded, laid back people. So it's, <laughs> we, I pretty much kind of owe it to, I owe it to Bennett because we hit it off immediately and were inseparable and it was it was great yeah that's awesome yeah yeah they're awesome i like hanging out with you guys you know it was <laughs> we were just shooting it shooting the shit back and forth and her boyfriend and my boyfriend have a few common interests so we were laughing we're like it was like stepbrothers did we just become best friends like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's hilarious and then I met my boyfriend in high school. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of mutual friends, but we never talked. He went to my quinceanera, didn't invite him. <laughs> Did you just <laughs> crashed it? Yeah, he crashed it. Um, and then, yeah, going into, I remember it was like my quinceanera was in the summer. And then we started school, and then I had him for Spanish class, and we sat right next to each other, didn't talk. He only asked me for the answers. Yeah, and then one day he joined the swim team, even though he's not a very good swimmer, because <laughs> all his friends are on the swim team, and they are good swimmers. So he was just like, I kind of want to get tan, because he's white. So he's like, <laughs> I'm going to look so good. So he joined the swim team, and... I don't know, we just hit it off. I just, I came up to him and he thought like, oh wow, nobody ever talks to me. Like no girl comes and approaches me. So he thought that was attractive. <laughs> so we went to the gym after. So yeah, that's how we met. So we were 16. We've mm-hmm. been together and now we're 22. So six years. Wow. Yeah. It's like wow, my sister amazing. and her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Dang. Yeah, I don't, I've never been in a relationship that long. I'm a serial, serial single girl, I think. He's injured. He's the one you're that actually. You're holding out for the good one because that's, you're a that's gem. What I, that's what I have to remind myself. I date you, but, but <laughs> I, I don't count. Jamie. <laughs> I don't count. So I mean, maybe Bennett. For maybe Bennett can give me some referrals yeah, or something. We'll hit Bennett up. He's, yeah, he's already mad at me. I haven't, I haven't let they him have in the introduced mix. him. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say right now. Hold on. I'm so blanking. you and your boyfriend have been dating for six years. Yeah. And one thing that I have to wonder, because I think it's really, really common for girls to have conflict in their relationship or just have struggle with balancing the right amount of time and making things work and making sure that their significant other is supportive. What was the original reaction when you ladies decided, I want to start competing. I want to start starving myself of carbs and doing tons of cardio, and this is going to become a big part of my life. How did that? How did that go over? Well, for me, honest, Zach was already into bodybuilding. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he just never competed. He's been working out since like he was thirteen. Okay. And he like read the Arnold Encyclopedia when he was oh, yeah. 13 I years old. Book. I read yeah. that I read that last summer. Yeah. yeah. He had that book at the Bible. years old. Yeah, that was his Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's like ripped, like torn and he still has it. Like but he was into all that kind of stuff because his dad was a bodybuilder back in the nineties as well. That's like when Dorian Yates and like Ronnie mm-hmm. Coleman were really big. So uh he just like has pictures of his dad as a bodybuilder. Yeah, and then um, so then he just got into it right away, and he never competed. And then I was I was the one that was like, I don't know why you like fitness so much or why do you like working out. And then last year, yeah, I was like, I kind of want to do it, Mm -hmm. but he kind of gave me advice and was like, well, you kind of have to bulk before you do it because. I was a runner before I started doing bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So he's been supportive the whole time. He's the one that helped me get into it. He taught me the ins and outs of, like, lifting, proper form, all that kind of stuff. So he's my number one supporter. So that's my story. That's awesome. So did he influence you to start competing? Or what, what gave you that initial desire to try it out? Um, I think he did influence me. And then... We would just, like, watch... I remember we would watch the Olympia every year. 
And then the bikini category got added, and we were just, I was just like, wow, these girls look mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I can never do that. And then, and then, I don't know, just like one day, like after I was done running, and I had nothing to do, literally, I was depressed. I was like, what do I do with myself if I'm not running? And I, and I thought about it, and I was like, why don't I do this fitness thing? So I like... Gave it my all. I always give everything my all when I start something. So when I started, I just, like, gave it my all. Like, started meal prepping, all that kind of stuff. And and then it's... I think the hardest part for me transitioning into bodybuilding was that I felt like I needed somebody there on top of my boyfriend because I'm used to having a coach. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need somebody to push me because I'm going to be honest, sometimes I don't like to listen to my boyfriend and be like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right because I don't want to give him that power. <laughs> I think the hardest part was like looking for a coach so I can take it to that next level yeah so but other than that my boyfriend's 100% supportive about the whole bodybuilding I think that's a that's definitely a key element is finding somebody that understands fitness and has that that fuel that you do my boyfriend's an insane athlete like he oh, free dives yeah. without a tank more than wow. 30 feet he has a lobster that's over 15 pounds taxidermy it's huge it's like four feet it's as big as his torso oh my god it's pretty rad i'll have to, I'll have to show you <laughs> i don't think i've seen that you, you saw it but it was on the Is wall the over room? the fireplace okay the i have seen it <laughs> caught with his bare hands no way yeah wow. um, oh my gosh in an area that's actually restricted so i'm not gonna tell where it was oh, okay. but but <laughs> you free guy away he, he, <laughs> yeah secret pirate Arr. totally um he power lifts. Um, he recently recovered. He tore his ACL not once, not ACL, his Achilles not once, but twice. Literally, like, his coach was like, no, man, you didn't tear it. I've seen grown man, like, soil themselves because it's so painful. And he goes, no, bro, I, I tore it. And, like, he lifted his foot up and it was, like, hanging. Like, Ooh. I took care of him after surgery, and then he was, like, recovering and then retore it, which is, like, a 6% chance, the surgeon said. So he tore it twice. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, he's just so diligent, and he's so athletic. It's inspiring, and it's, like, he's, like, you got this, Jay. Like, it's, re- it's really cool to have somebody that understands that, because I'm super competitive, a lot of mm-hmm. will tell you. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody that understands that concept and has that, like, athleticism is really attractive to me so it's it's cool that he gets that and he was like this is he goes jay you're made for this you love this like mm-hmm. i see you light up like when you talk about it or when you go on stage like you're you just you just glow so it's cool to have that and i think that's a key element like what lolly was saying like somebody that understands fitness and and likes it as much as you do mm-hmm I mean, they don't. They don't have to compete as long as they understand like fitness is a lifestyle. No matter what which route you take, like the competing, just your everyday or whatever it is. But as long as they understand fitness is your lifestyle, a lifestyle, and it's their lifestyle too, it just makes it easier. I feel because if they don't have fitness in their lifestyle, I feel like that's when problems start to be like, oh, why don't you hang out with me? Why are you always working mm-hmm. out? Like, they don't understand. So That's true. That's true. So how would you, maybe for someone who's not 
totally wrapped up in this, what would having a fitness lifestyle look like? Or dating a guy who has a fitness lifestyle, like, what does that look like? Well, from, like I said earlier, um, I didn't really understand it at first with my boyfriend because he would be, like, hours in the gym, and then I'm just like, hey, I'm at home. <laughs> when are you going to hang out with me? Uh, I don't know. Like, for, I think, the fitness lifestyle... It could just be just simple, like going to the gym, lifting weights, and coming home and just eating, eating clean or as clean as you can. You can have cheats here and there. There's not a problem with that. So when you're dating a guy, what does what does having a fitness lifestyle look like? Because that I think is something that we as competitors who are just living and breathing this we throw that term around. But for somebody who's maybe just getting into this or um, maybe goes to the gym occasionally, what would you consider, what would it look like when someone is living a fitness lifestyle? I think everybody has their own interpretation when it comes to the fitness lifestyle. Like, I don't, I don't want to know. Would you, would you say they have like a certain goal? Like say they go to the gym a certain amount of times a week or they like to, um, eat a certain way or they are really passionate about whether it be powerlifting or like a sport or say they surf or I mean free dive like something that is active with movement they can understand being passionate about something and reaching a goal Uh, I think even if they don't have a fitness goal and they're just goal oriented even with their career they can understand a dedication aspect so I think Mm -hmm. having a certain personality yeah yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, and I mean, I'm Lolly understands this because, and you understand this too. I know because we're both we're all organized and we like are super routine. And I'm like, I'm as reliable as the damn sun coming up. Like, if I'm late yeah. ever, I will tell you probably thirty minutes in advance, and it'll only be about five <laughs> minutes. And yeah. also, or it, I'll tell you, and then I'm right on time. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm early, or like I'll I'll preface it by saying, "Hey, can we do this time?" Because I don't want to be late. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's definitely a personality trait, and yes, finding a, a like personality is something that's going to benefit you. And I've tried to date people that didn't really understand that wanted to go out and drink, and and that's okay. Like that's your choice, and I don't think negatively about people who like that but it's just not my cup of tea for sure for sure and I think some definite signs that someone in my mind has a fitness lifestyle very clearly if they're meal prepping if they're you know even if they're not competing if they're meal prepping they're cooking their meals ahead of time if they're going to the gym six days a week no questions asked like no skipping it's six days a week regardless of whatever else you've got going on in your personal life. If they're a minimal drinker, to me, those are all kind of signs that somebody definitely has a fitness lifestyle. But I, I agree with you, Jamie. I think anybody who's goal-oriented, who maybe does triathlons or has some type of fitness hobby as a main component of their free time, they're definitely living that lifestyle. But yeah, again, it's hard. it's hard when people are not doing that. And I think finding compatibility when you're so extreme and you're so at the opposite end and you're doing your cardio every single day and you're lifting five, six days a week and you're, (laughs) you're posing, 
you know, a lot, a, a, a <laughs> like lot, two a hours. lot, especially leading up to a show. Yeah, even if it's just like ten minutes of posing, I have to do it like at the end of my workout or something. Yeah, just to stay consistent with it. So yeah, just like passionate. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be bodybuilding. It can be like any sport. Yeah, meal prepping. Um, and just like develop a routine. Like it's just like routine comes naturally. It's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Going back to our yeah, running analogy. Exactly. Like it's a commitment, you know. Yeah. I, I, having somebody even even understand from that aspect, like Matt would not question like, oh, are you sure you can't eat this? He would never do anything like that. And he'd be like, hey, do you need me to help defrost the meat for you? Or do you need... He was always trying to help. And even when the freaking cats were trying to eat my meat, uh-huh. my meal prep. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but, but it's it's like little things that that you're aware of because you understand and you support your you support your partner being happy. I think that's a good trait to find in someone like understanding what the other person's passionate about and helping embrace that. It helps your relationship grow, brings you guys closer and I think it's important like if you're passionate about something to share that even if it's not the same thing to be enthusiastic mm-hmm. about what your partner is passionate about mm-hmm. like that's part of who they are yeah what makes them happy yeah no that's that's amazing and that's wonderful that he's so supportive because I think a lot of us have had experiences that are the opposite end where yeah. the significant other is tempting you with foods you're not supposed to be eating and that's never fun are there are there things that you do where you're going out of your way to show interest or show support for Matt's hobbies? Yeah, um, with his free diving, I would go with him and I'd be the lobster bag holder because I'm, I can I could not I could not see in the <laughs> dark. I haven't gone yet. He would catch so many. It's so awesome. And like him and his brother are like literally mermen. They are super athletic. Both of them. Spearfish, free dive. Matt does jujitsu. He knows boxing. Like Zach did jujitsu too. Wow. He should. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he should go with Matt. To there's a gym in Signal Hill that's very private. That's really. I don't bad. know if Zach can do. I'm pretty sure he can, but it's just like my boyfriend right now is bulking, so he's kind of big. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I mean, know if he's gonna go. be like as quick him. as he was when he, he was loves smaller. It. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, he used to do jujitsu too. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> but but I'll go. I went to his powerlifting meet where he mm. he won. That was in Signal Hill. Um, he's like he's super multifaceted. Not only is he passionate about fitness, but he's super tech savvy. Um, he partially owns an IT company. He's very um, very driven, and I I just try and be as supportive as possible. Or we go and do things together that he likes to do and um I try and try and be as conscious of what he likes and what he needs and we it's like a it's a give and take and sometimes everybody has their disagreements or or you forget or something happens and that's you're only human but the fact is the root of it is we know we're we're there for each other and we're trying to be very mindful Mm -hmm. that's important that's wonderful yeah, well, I'm happy I'm for pretty, you. I'm pretty. I also happy. have a hard time imagining you as a lobster catcher right now. Like you're. Yeah, your, I know. <laughs> you're in your leather coated black skinny jeans and your no, red lip and your the top bag, knot. Dude, I can't free dive. I'm not even gonna pretend. Just, I know how to swim, but that's a whole nother level. Like mm-hmm. you have to 
pressure equalized and there's a whole bunch of moving factors. Also, I'm blind from far away. I should be wearing glasses, so I can't see in the dark. Like, he has a headlight on. Like, it's intense. Like, he got bumped by sea lions before. Oh, my gosh. When we were out last wow. time. And he's like, no, I'm not playing with that. Those things are huge. Like, you can scare them away. But, like, if, they, if they're protecting their young, they're very, like, territorial. I but he... It, yeah, it's rad. And I, I think it's sexy. I think it's sexy <laughs> that he could do that. And I'm like, you're just, like, superhuman. You can do all these really cool things. That's awesome. And, um, but yeah, lobster, lobster catcher. So yeah. Yeah. No, I'm imagining you in your outfit right now as a lobster catcher, right? <laughs> I tried to actually like to separate and, um, separate the head from the body. I know this is kind of morbid, but <laughs> it's actually really hard. It's very tough. I was like, oh, I can totally do this. And I went to go do it. It was hilarious. While they're alive? Yeah. To... Do you put the rubber bands on their claws or how are you? So claws are only on East Coast. So those are, oh, there's there's no okay. claws on West Coast lobsters. Oh, those okay. are like Maine lobsters. Oh, okay. These ones All don't right. have claws. They just look like giant aliens. Okay. They're big. Okay. The ones that he catches, like he catches all sizes, but I'll have to, I'll, have to send, I'll just send you a picture. Yeah, of I vaguely like. remember that. It's on the wall. It's huge. Yeah. No, I, I... Him and his brother on this running contest, his brother almost caught one as big. Uh-huh. I'm like, how? Like, I can, I can barely even see myself catching a little tiny one. Oh, <laughs> But I'll get there eventually. That's in the works of me learning how to do that. But I'm like, can we go to, during the day first? So I'm not scared of myself. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so many moving that's parts. A cool, that's a cool hobby, though. It's very cool. Dang. I know. It's interesting. We should go. We should Yeah, I want to go deep sea fishing at some point. Totally. We I should a, totally do it. We should. I had a friend catch some tuna out off of Dana Point a year or two ago and she brought it over she's like laura we have to make this right away because it's gonna go bad fresh yeah and i made pokey with it and it was freaking it's incredible amazing. it was the reddest darkest piece of tuna i've ever seen and it just the knife just went straight Crazy. through it just a little bit of like lime and soy sauce it was so good oh my so gosh good. that sounds delicious yeah when all of us are not dieting I at know. the same time we should we should Absolutely. go do that and then go eat a bunch of sushi made out of the tuna we, we catch. The tuna we catch. That'd or lobster or whatever. Awesome. <laughs> whatever lobster we catch. Lobster tacos, dude. Yeah. It's the jam. Uh, he knows how to cook, too. Or... I don't even know how I got lucky because he can cook. His mom's a great cook. He can literally cook the socks off of me. And I'm like, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm we, trying. Should, we should make Zach taught me how to cook, too. I didn't yeah. know how to cook. Lobster so I started to... Oh, yeah. That's what wow, we should that's do. Insane. He actually wanted to know what noodles you used in your mac and cheese from your party. Because when I brought it home to him... He ate all of it, and he's been looking for those noodles, literally, really, ever since. And okay, he wants your recipe. Okay, the embarrass- that reminded me. He's gonna kill me if I don't ask okay, again. Okay, the, the embarrassing secret is that that was Costco mac and cheese. Oh, sh- okay, it was Costco. Well, I'll <laughs> let him know because he'll be delighted because he can already just go get some. Yes. Okay. All right, we'll do. It's, it's ready and waiting. I was like, good, good thing yeah. you brought that up. Yeah, that was the unhealthy option at the birthday party. There was also Lolly. You weren't there, but. I did a half prep food, half regular food because my birthday is early January. So that's right when oh, everybody okay. everybody Started is starting prep. their diet. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Take this," and I was like, "Oh, Matt will eat that. He that's his that's his." Yeah, favorite. there was so much food left over. Oh my gosh, I made BC I made BCAAs for the drink. There she's was a food scale out. Yeah, well, I didn't want people because it was it was my thirtieth birthday, so I felt like I need to do something. I can't just be antisocial this year. 
And I didn't want people to say either, hey, I'm not coming, or number two, I'm going to come and I'm going to like sulk and not eat anything because yeah. I'm on prep. So I just made prep food and let everybody weigh out their options and yeah, listed all the ingredients. It was rad. There was everything yeah, about it. It was fun. I had a really good time. No, I'm glad everybody came and enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah, I didn't have to cook chicken for a little while. I know. There's Jamie took home like a full thing of just plain chicken breath. She was so excited. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is what my life is coming okay, to. Okay, we'll do, we'll do it again it. next year. It's fine. Early January. <laughs> Save the this day. time I'll help and, and contribute some, some good eats, too. Yeah, yeah, and Matt can come this time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So how do you two find, find the right balance, I guess, of the time spent and the quality time with the amount of time that prep takes and that competing takes? Like, are there, are there any things you do or just tips or things maybe you've learned along the way from experience? I just, uh, I've learned to communicate ahead of time. Like if I'm feeling like really tired and I know I just want to sleep and don't, and I've had a really long day, I'll be like, Hey, I had a really long day and I'm tired. I'm just probably going to want to go to sleep. I don't want you to take it personal. Mm-hmm. Um, he does the same thing too. He's like, I feel funky or, or something like that. And I used to do this thing where I'd like come home and be like su- super, super excited and just want to talk right away just cause we live together. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes like you got to be respectful of the other person's space and be like, Hey, how are you feeling before you jump into that? Because it's not always about how you're feeling. And like, I'm like, I'm super extra all the time and super like, yeah, 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 like, I want to talk, and, and sometimes, like, he's, like, oh, I had a really long day, or sometimes he's still working, because he has, he's running a business. He's running a business, yeah. So, I have to be very, I've learned, and I'm still learning, and sometimes I forget, um, to be careful and, and respectful of his time, and, and say, hey, like, this is, this is what I'm doing right now, it's not, and learning to not take it personal, because it's never personal. The other person loves you. Mm -hmm. Like, Think of it like that and and go from that standpoint and go, oh, they're not doing this intentionally. Uh, keeping an open mind is definitely helpful in those scenarios. And and carving away extra time that doesn't have to do with prep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Matt was so excited to eat. He was like, I'm so excited. He's like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to eat? Like, and he, yeah, he wanted her to eat so bad. For was me- it just because he wanted to eat too? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, eats he eats all the time. I don't, you could tell. Right when I met him, he was like, what are we eating? <laughs> he eats all the time, and, like, he – I don't I don't mind at all. That's another thing, too. Mm-hmm. He he has a metabolism of a horse, and he's super athletic, fast metabolism, a lot of muscles, so he needs to eat a lot, like, all the time. And I'm okay with that. He can eat pizza. I would get a little jilted with the – he doesn't. he's not a real big chocolate fan, but if there was chocolate, I would be a little bit sad. But everything else is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm weird like that. And I don't like other people to feel restricted for what I'm trying to obtain in my goals. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah. I, don't, I, don't get, I don't get weird about the food aspect. I only get kind of grouchy if I'm tired. And he'll, really? he'll, 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 he jokes about it. He goes, did you take a nap? Or like, do you need to lay down? And it, it's more of a funny point now. Uh-huh. Like we get it. Um, and he, he gets hangry. So I know I'm like, you need some food. We need to get you food now. Uh, but I guess learning, learning the little quirks about each other is important and then mm-hmm. accepting them. Yeah. For me, I feel like we just kind of like, 
have uh try and arrange our schedules so we can see each other okay yeah like we get up early we both get up early lately for fasted cardio we like even if it's like different times like oh i'm only doing 30 minutes or i'm doing 40 minutes we still like try to make it so we have a majority of the time for fasted cardio together or like our lunch breaks kind of like he and for him his schedule right now he likes to work out between two and like two o'clock 12 and two so then that's like when I work out with our coach Sam from 12 30 to like two o'clock mm-hmm. so then right after I just go to his house and we hang out or when I don't work out with our coach I work out with him so we like see each other and try to we just like try to like fit schedules like even if it's for like an hour or two mm-hmm. that we're okay with that as long as we spend quality time together that's good are you planning it out day to day or like at a week level or how do um, you do that uh, yeah it goes more by weeks because mm-hmm. he's a personal trainer so everybody already kind of schedules their mm-hmm. thing ahead of time so then he kind of just lets me know oh it's gonna be different today so we might not see each other or mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's more like, and then I'm transitioning jobs right now, trying to work for 24-hour fitness, so um, I kind of made sure that I work mornings and end the latest at 2 so we can work out together, or mm-hmm. I can go with my coach so I can still see him after, so that's me. I would rather wake up early in the morning and get it over with personally, mm-hmm. that's just yeah. me. I'm a, I'm a early I'm, I'm an early person, so... Yeah, but I think that's a huge tip, too, like, the time management aspect of it and really planning out when you're going to see each other is huge. I think there are couples that don't do that, and then one of them goes on prep, and they do barely see each other because one of them's at the gym twice a day, and then maybe they've got a full-time job, Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much all your free time other than weekends, maybe, but even then, there's always workouts and personal commitments yeah and stuff sun- I know he took Sundays off just because I requested Sundays off so then that's like our all day okay. kind of thing yeah mm-hmm. so Sundays are our all day we get to hang out spend time together what's what uh, this is so nerdy and it goes back into my OCD type a like planner <laughs> uh-huh. we share a google calendar so That's we smart. can we can like say hey I got like he got free tickets for something and he's, and he's like hey I put it on our calendar to do this uh-huh. and it's kind of cute. cute it's kind of <laughs> cute and it'll like alert and like sometimes we put hilarious stuff in there like just joking around and it'll pop up and you'll be like oh this is that's funny or like like date nights yeah yeah, yeah. and it's cute <laughs> and it's fun and we know where the other person is like oh like if if she doesn't answer or like oh she's already busy that day so I shouldn't plan something for us to do that day or mm-hmm. she's going to be a little bit later at work because she has clients uh-huh. or whatever and like he has his days where he sets and goes and trains with his uh strength and conditioning coach and then like his PT for his uh, Achilles and now he goes to jiu-jitsu on Monday Wednesdays it's like we know like what each other's schedule is yeah. and we're like hey I'm doing this like I told him Yesterday, hey, I'm going over to Laura's with uh with Lolly, and we're gonna do a podcast. He's like, okay, have fun, and like, mm-hmm. blah, blah blah. I'll see you later. Yeah. So he's definitely. It's kind of challenging because he's definitely a night owl. Like he can stay up mm-hmm. late, and I'm a morning person. But sometimes we compromise, and mm-hmm. then sometimes it flips around, or like 
I'll be all wired and be awake, <laughs> which is is actually now more frequent since I'm. I like how you mentioned that though. Like date nights, like next week we're going to a concert. We're trying to be normal. We're trying to be normal. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be normal. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to stay up late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not me, used to that. Let me, let me drink some extra caffeinated tea. Yeah, or, yeah or like a bang or something. Yeah, pre <laughs> workout at night. Yeah, oh so we're going to a concert, and that I know that concert's gonna end really late. Like two AM late and that's like I'm I don't know how I'm gonna do it. <laughs> like I'm already thinking about it right now. I'm like, Oh my god, but he bought the tickets for us, so it's like I'm not gonna be like, No. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna go. Yeah, and that's it's cool to yeah. plan something in advance to look forward to. Yeah, I, know, I like that he does that. I know Matt and I definitely Matt does take a lot of initiative in planning cool and fun, unique stuff. He's definitely like he's very talented at planning and coordinating coordinating things and I need to be a little bit more I'm I'm a little bit more boring I'm a homebody I'm like oh let's do this and and we do a lot of fun stuff but I know we definitely want to travel more in the future and I just got my passport that took forever exciting that's exciting so I like the idea of the google calendar just because I'm the same way super OCD super organized full-time project manager big list maker Mm -hmm. um you put you both put your work calendars and your personal commitments in the same calendar. Yes. Is that how that's working? Yeah. That's and then smart. It, and it shares really with your smart. email and then okay. when you go into your calendar and you update something, it send it has a option that you can send it invite the other person. Okay. So we just share it so it, there's an option to share it completely so whenever you just, anything that gets added on there, it shows up on his mm-hmm. and it'll notify. So no, that's super I, smart. I enjoy it. And that's I was like, oh, smart. this might be helpful because he'd be like, hey, like we didn't know we kept kind of missing each other because we're both super busy with, with jobs and everything. And and it's very helpful. It helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. I kind of like that too. I love that idea. I'm going to bring it up now. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. The next next relationship I'm in, I'll have to see if I can swing that. But You, you totally can. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, one of my first show, actually, I was, I moved out of the apartment I was sharing the week before the show, so peak week, I was moving the week before, and it was a long time coming, and I think me competing was just the catalyst for the timing of everything, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was one of the biggest things that we ran into, is he felt like he wasn't seeing me enough, and, and to be fair, he wasn't. Um, I probably wasn't doing enough to communicate my schedule, but our schedules were just off enough that we had very little time together. And it was almost impossible for us to both feel like, okay, we're both getting what we need. And yeah, and so I love the idea of sharing a calendar, (laughs) popping in all your date nights and your fasted cardio and your workouts and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. When I train with my coach, that's in there. When I... Really? Yeah. With Sam? Oh, what? I just put everything in there, right? I love me some highlighters in my planner. No, Everybody at my work knows. They're like, Jamie, Jamie wrote that. It's color-coordinated. <laughs> but that has to be super helpful. I do that for myself. So so why not do that with your significant yeah. other and make sure that you're seeing them enough? I don't know. I think I think it's a great idea. Oh, <laughs> not, not every person is probably going to want to do that. But no. again, somebody who's organized and... I'm find organized your, and you, I didn't even think about find that. You, find you a Virgo. <laughs> He's a Virgo too. <laughs> I think Zach's a Capricorn. Okay. I think. I don't know. I don't know the zodiac signs. 
I'm a Leo. O C D. I don't. I don't know what they're supposed to be. Very organized. I kind of think they're they're BS. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) You're both probably. I'm probably just. You're both Virgos. Uh huh. Oh wow. I'm Capricorn, so that's probably why I think Zodiac is BS. (laughs) Oh, you're January, right? Uh huh. January. Yeah. So then Zach is Capricorn. (laughs) Jamie's like, yeah. Zach is the Capricorn then, because he's. But a those years things baby. are so general that they apply to you're like yeah, yeah. you're like yes. they apply to me that's yeah, me. and it's my thinking, month yeah I'm beautiful Mercury yeah and that's me like, again <laughs> exactly that's my favorite yeah blame it on Mercury yeah any any like lessons learned or things that maybe I don't know tough periods you may have had or just experiences during prep dating someone I am I have to imagine I mean Jamie it sounds like your relationship you guys are both like very communicative and supportive and respectful but um I have to imagine maybe some of that is learned behavior and not just skills and habits you came into the relationship with right away yeah I he's definitely the better communicator than me actually sometimes I get a little chicken and don't say anything instead of saying something that like I need or want and he's like no, tell me, like, he's super respectful and, like, he's so great at that that I'm trying to pick up his habits. And I'll be like, hey, and then I started to learn. I was like, oh, if if I if I say this, then he knows because he, girls do this crazy thing. And I guess I'm overgeneralizing. Maybe not all women do, but we like to assume that the other person kind of knows what we're, we want or what they're thinking. They don't. They're men, and nobody can read minds, whether you're male or female, so just let the other person in. It takes, like, one sentence, and you mm-hmm. can save a whole argument. Yeah. Like, hey, like, I want you to know that this is not personal, this is not about you, like, or I think learning to communicate, I mean, it sounds so simple and so cliche, but... No, it's not. It's not. It's gonna make everything a lot easier. And I still falter, and he's super patient when I'm, like, all over the place. And I'm grateful for that. But it's learning learning about your partner and learning what they need and what they want. Um, that's important. And asking questions. Ask questions. That's something that I learned. Because my past relationships were hot mess expresses and... This one's a lot different, and that's a good thing. <laughs> that's yeah. great. No, that's amazing. No, I, I I think communication's everything. Yeah. Because, yeah, nobody's a mind reader. Nobody knows what you're thinking unless you tell mm-hmm. them. But I think that was my biggest problem, my first prep, that I wasn't communicating my feelings to, to him. And I remember we did get in some arguments to the point where I was just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. So I even went to Sam, and Sam's like, are you telling him? <laughs> Sam's the one that told me, are you telling him? Like, exactly what you're telling me, you can't tell him. And I was just like, no, I haven't told him. Like, wow. <laughs> I was so, like, you're right. So what was what was going on that was causing the conflict? Um, I feel like I've, I've lost a lot of friends, to be honest, going into the sport, because they're not very understanding of the lifestyle. And I kind of expected it because I heard a lot of people, like, talk about it. But then when I was experiencing it firsthand, I just felt very lonely. And um, they were just, they just stopped inviting me places because I would be like, oh, I'm kind of tired or I I don't want to go out and drink because I'm not drinking. So, um, and I would spend time with him, but then I was kind of being 
I don't know, I guess I was neglecting him because in a, cause I was like, I spend way too much time with you. Like I'm not spending time with other people, but I wouldn't express it to him. So I would kind of take it out on him. So I feel like that, that was going on a lot my first prep, but. So it was maybe the stress of realizing you're starting to lose friends. Yeah. I think so. Especially longtime friends. Oh. Yeah, for me. I think that was my biggest struggle, yeah. first prep. And I just didn't know how to, like, talk about it. And he would ask me what's wrong, but I wouldn't want to talk about it. Uh-huh. So I would just keep it to myself. And then I would just kind of, like, Enjoy. since he was the only person there, mm-hmm. I kind of took it out on him. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's why communicating, like she was saying, is very important, especially when you're on prep. Yeah. And I think, too, sometimes you can take your significant other for granted because they're always your support system. They're always there for listening. And if you live with them, they're definitely always there. And so Or if you've been with them for a long time. For a long time. Yeah. yeah. You're comfortable. So, you have to realize that, hey, this person, deserve, just because you're comfortable doesn't mean you get completely comfortable and don't regard what they, them as a person and having certain needs and making sure that they're feeling heard heard or validated because that's super important and I think that uh, Matt and I actually had a conversation about like we were curious and it's so fascinating like why people stop caring like you see people stop caring or putting in time and effort over time Mm -hmm. it's because they get comfortable and it shouldn't be like that you should just be continuously going oh okay like let me reassess this let me make sure we're both putting in our equal part. And it's a partnership for a reason. It's not a one-way street. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's important to keep something something that you care about super engaged. So it's something to be mindful of. Yeah. Yeah, and when you're on prep, it's easy to forget about that because you're tired. You're yeah. tired and you're hungry and you're just trying to get through each day. And it's easy to forget, oh, yeah, my partner has needs and... I need to think about them and not just myself and how I'm feeling and how hungry I am and yeah. <laughs> that I don't want to go do my cardio. It's and, definitely a challenge. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, that's tough, Lolly. I, I felt the same way over the last year. So I've definitely lost friends out here in California because of, I think, the prep lifestyle and just didn't want to really go out and drink much anymore. And that's not really a part of my life. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest thing is, yeah, I just stopped getting invited places and... And some of the girls were having kids and stuff too, so maybe in some way they felt like just by not being in that place in my life, it wasn't really, we weren't really compatible as friends yeah. anymore. But yeah, it's amazing what happens when you stop partying or, <laughs> I don't know. Being you're on just, the same wavelength as other people and they don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, agree. and I, I think it's easy, well, not easy, but I think a lot of times people feel like you're judging them or they absolutely you unintentionally make them feel self-conscious about their choices by being on prep yeah we were talking about that too (laughs) we were talking about that ironically enough and then how many people get more offended actually that you're you're eating different like you don't care I, I could care less what you're eating but they almost feel like they're obligated to eat in a certain way or they feel judged or they feel even more uncomfortable in a situation where you're there with your Tupperware and they're there eating the normal food. They like start cracking jokes and like you kind of have to build up a tough skin. And like Matt and I were talking about this. He goes, it's so interesting to watch people get uncomfortable. It is. It's it is. It's bizarre. 
I, I never really thought about it in that regard until people started, people would start making like excuses and be like, oh, well, I eat good all the time, but I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just eating this right now. I'm like, I didn't say anything about your food. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not judging yeah. you. I'm not judging you. You, you go ham on that pizza. You go girl. Like, I don't care. That's not, that's not what it's about, but it's very, people do feel uncomfortable or intimidated by anything that's different. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, too, because I think for all of us, we've been doing it long enough where it's just unconscious. We're eating what we've got, what we're supposed to be eating, what we've prepped, what we've brought with us. And, yeah, the reactions people can have to what you're doing are crazy. I just – I went to um, the one of the events they do over at the fairgrounds a few weeks ago where they've got all the food trucks and vendors and everything, and a friend of a friend – I could tell just by her knowing that I competed and that um, I was doing a healthy lifestyle and stuff, she felt extremely uncomfortable around me. And I felt bad because I'm not doing anything differently. I'm just there hanging out. I was super friendly with her. But I could tell I was making her feel uncomfortable just by my presence almost. Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. But. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of stigma that goes behind it. And then there's a lot of negative connotation that you're not aware of until you're put in that situation and people start getting real uncomfortable and I I already I almost get wary sometimes giving out my Instagram name I'm like uh well just so you know there's a bunch of pictures of me in a bikini because I don't present myself like that on a daily basis I'm not walking around with a triangle bikini top and Only some only when you're only when you're practicing your posing. Only when the posing happens. Yeah, Yeah, no, but you've got a you've got a professional job and Yeah. Yeah, that's not how most of us walk around in a triangle bikini top. (laughs) That was like the hardest part though. Yeah. And that was actually one thing I wanted to ask you about. So um I have my own experiences and, and things that have come up for me and maybe observations I've made, but um as both of you have gotten farther into competing, and I think many people like us have recognized, especially like at the pro level, these girls who are bikini competitors, like they're gorgeous, their bodies are amazing. Have you noticed a different type of attention that you've started to get day to day just from the fact that you're doing this sport and your your body is changing and you're competing I don't know I think you know where I'm going with this I do and I'm shaking my Jamie's, head and you can't Jamie's see giving me a look because I was at the I was at the grocery store and I told Matt this too I tell Matt everything because we find it hilarious and he thinks it's funny I tell Zach everything so. It's, it's so funny and I I was buying it was my peak week and I was buying fish and then this guy goes there's fish in my cart and he goes he goes oh are you vegan and I'm like I'm super polite regardless, even though if I'm agitated and I was agitated, I'm going to be real. I go, no, no, sir. And then he like goes, he continues to talk. And I, I, and it's just like, then he starts going, he's like, oh, well, you're in great shape. And I'm like, thank you. And like, I just, you start getting attention like in weird aspects, like, and then they start, people start trying to be crude or or very assertive and you just kind of you can either laugh about it or share it with your significant other or you can you can just kind of take it with stride and I still try and be polite but it's definitely like people put you on 
a certain spectrum that because you look a certain way that you're going to react a certain way. And I don't think that's a very accurate depiction of how how it works. So by that meaning like, oh, like you're asking for attention. Like you're you're asking for this attention because you do this sport. And it's not about that. And I think there's like a fine line where you can be polite about it. And then it becomes kind of... Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I don't know what types of weird attention you girls are getting. I'm sure you're getting weird attention too. But like in the last year, I feel like I've noticed it a lot more where just like you're saying at the grocery store, I've had people ask me out at the grocery store. Um, Instagram is obviously a very sketchy, I've had competitors a sketchy arena. Hit me up on Instagram and my boyfriend and like a couple other my guy friends who compete too. They're just like, I saw so and so comment on your on your picture, and I was just like, okay, yeah, we do. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like no matter what, guys are kind of gross. Yeah, right. I'm nobody just... bugs me. Nobody bugs me in my DM because uh-huh. I'm so vocal. I think about being with my boyfriend. Literally, yours I, is in your Instagram bio. Yeah, and yeah. I, nobody bugs me, and I'm That's grateful good. for that because That's good. I feel like that would I would get agitated beyond belief. Nobody bugs me. Nobody messages me. Girls None DM me for uh, advice, though, a lot. Like, hey, love oh, seeing yeah, your yeah, transformation yeah. pictures. What can I do? Yeah, I know. Like when, or I like when, when girls, girls DM me. me. I'm like, oh, girl, or what's that makeup you? shade? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let me get all over it. That's yeah. my jam. I like helping girls. It's just like. Yeah, when it's yeah. a guy, it's like, mm, no. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like even people that you talk, like, like there's some guys that I talked to or went to middle school or like elementary school with and they like randomly just start to hit you up on instagram and uh-huh. and you're just like why like and they they a lot of people are aware that i have a boyfriend especially like my longtime followers i guess because my long like from school i went to they all are fully aware that i have a boyfriend mm-hmm. so it just surprises me like what makes it different now that i compete and like I post pictures in a bikini and stuff for you, it kind. Of, how does that encourage you to hit me up? Like that's what I want to know. You know what's ironic is not women, not men. Men don't message me, but women that I went to high school or middle school with that used to be mean to me. Oh, you look great. What did you do? And I'm like, do you not remember when you used to make fun of me, mm-hmm. or like be rude to me? Yeah. I was like, I'm too nice to uh-huh. to say something like that, but. But I, I'll be like, I'll be polite, but I'm like, come on, like, yeah. people that only want, like, want something for themselves to gain, that's, that's not my jam, that's not how I was raised or how I operate, and I tell Matt about that all the time, I was like, this chick who used to be mean to me is now asking for my help, and like, it's so weird to me, like, do you not remember, like, like, that yeah. you were rude, or what? Yeah. It's so bizarre, but that happens to me more often. I don't really get... Yeah, well, you're... I mean, you definitely... You've got, you know, your status in your bio, but I'll have the weirdest things where I'm kind of at a point where I've pretty much given up on online dating and (laughs) just from from the experiences I've had in the last couple months, um, I'm, I'm feeling kind of jaded, so it's time for me to, like take a knee, sit this one out (laughs) and kind of catch a beat. No, it really is because 
I'll go out with guys and even just guys from online dating will ask for weird things. And I think it's because I'm a competitor. Like they'll ask for pictures. And to me, that's always a flag when you're first dating someone. If they, if they're asking you for pictures, because I'll tell them you have my Instagram username. You can go find 500 selfies of me. Mm -hmm. You know, you know what's on there. It's just all fitness stuff. It's, you know, my workout regimen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So why do you need that? And yeah, so that's okay. that's a flag I've picked up. There's a lot of other ones, but it's crazy what what guys will do, like hitting on you at the grocery store or asking for pictures. I even had one guy, and this was the big this was the biggest reason why I quit online dating, is because there was a guy that I started going out with and he would flake on me. Mm-hmm. And I'm very oh. scheduled. I told you yeah, about this, Jamie. Fine. Yeah, so this is one of my horror stories, Lolly, that you haven't heard about yet. Okay, um, I'm here. <laughs> so he would flake on me, and he seemed... And so here's the first flag. He approached me on Instagram. So that's another rule I have is I'm no longer dating anybody that approaches me on Instagram. I just don't think it's going to work. And you can come ask me out in person if you're yeah. interested. But So he did that, but he seemed like a nice enough guy. You know, he had a good... Um, you know, job, it seemed like a good career. And so I took a chance. We went out to dinner and it went really well. The conversation was great. The communication was very crisp mm-hmm. and I felt like I made a good connection. So we'd start doing workouts together and planning dates. But every once in a while, he would flake out on me where we'd have a, a plan to get dinner and we'd be saying, okay, hey, where do you want to go meet? What time, what place? And then he would just flatline right when we're supposed to meet up, like not respond. And I kind of chewed him out a little bit because I'm so scheduled and I compete and I teach classes and, you know, I have a full-time job and I just flat out asked him, I wasn't rude and I wasn't, you know, I didn't use any swear words or anything. And I just kind of told him, dude, why do you have so, you know, do you have no respect for me or my time? Why am I not deserving of just basic decency and follow up and I, I kind of noticed this pattern and I felt like something was off and I did a little bit more looking at his social media and realized this guy that I had like made out with had been requesting stuff on Snapchat had a girlfriend he had oh, wow. a girlfriend so <laughs> that happened to me this past weekend one of the competitors started commenting on my Instagram and I like clicked on his bio, and he has his girlfriend's name in his bio. On his bio, and I was like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you trying to talk to me?" Yeah, that's and that's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. He's like, I was is. staring at you all backstage. And the one time we went into the pump up room, apparently he was staring at me, and I did notice somebody was staring at me, but then I kept trying to like look the other way, like. I didn't, like, I didn't notice. Yeah, I did. It was making me uncomfortable. You must want to start tap dancing or doing something yeah. really awkward. Just feel like you're looking at me. I've done that before, I can actually. see you doing that. I've done it in a 7-Eleven because somebody was staring at me and I was dressed up for Mac. And I told Matt this, too, and he thought it was freaking funny. I was like, I get so weirded out. So I was just like, what do you expect me to do? So I just started tap dancing and the guy was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but I thought it was funny. It's like, it's just yeah. like, what That's are you doing that? I, I, I hate when guys have their girlfriend's name on their bio and then they're trying to like talk to you. Yeah. I think, so I don't know. I think that's the hard part for at least us single girls is I think social media makes it that much easier for the sketchy behavior that can go yeah. on. Easy and access. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have nothing to hide on my social media. Uh, my boyfriend has my password. <laughs> 
Yeah. My boyfriend and I have our password. Yeah. We don't even look at each other's phones, but we're, like, super open, and and there's nothing nothing even going on in that aspect but I no think I have nothing like, to hide he yeah. like he can look at it he has my phone password like anything like I'm super open and I already had talked to him about it before so then he felt a little uncomfortable to the point where he asked me he was like if this guy keeps trying to message you can you please block him like he uh-huh. he was vocal okay. about it yeah and, or like or can I block him and I was like go for it I don't care like block him and he blocks him like I, like, that's how close of a relationship me and Zach have right now. Like, we're, he's that's vocal good, when guys are, like, trying to talk to him. He's like, can I block him? I'm like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. Like, I don't even acknowledge. No, or, that's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. Don't yeah. even entertain it. It's like, or if somebody would, I mean, if somebody were to message me or something like that, I'd be like, thank you, my boyfriend thinks so too. And that would be pretty much be, like, the end of mm-hmm. it. But I just feel like. I don't think people... I think people already know. Yeah. So I don't even have that issue. Yeah, no, that level of trust is amazing. And that's that's great that both of you have been able to build that. Because I think social media now, too, it, um, it can create a lot of problems, not just for competitors, but for relationships in general, because it can be a source of jealousy. And, yeah, for sure. And people feeling like they have other options or they may just want to check out what other potentials are. And yeah, so that's, that's amazing that both of I'm you already are, sold. Good yeah. luck to everyone else. <laughs> no, that's great. <laughs> that's same. Dope. I got to, I, got yeah. I can't imagine starting over with somebody <laughs> like yeah. I've been with him yeah. for that long. That's like adjusting to somebody's personality all over again. Or like, I don't know. I can't, I can't picture myself starting over. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it can be overwhelming. It can. No, I, <laughs> no, I know. It's like, cheesy, but it's like the friends. Uh, I found my yeah. lobster. Oh, yeah. Literally. Literally. Yeah. On the wall. <laughs> it's all about the, the lobster. Four, the 14, 15-pound lobster. Mm-hmm. No, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Southern California. I also think, I, I know both of you kind of grew up here. It's a very different place to date. That's one thing I realized I, I got relocated here three years ago from the Midwest and having been single for like the last year and a half other than some periods of time where maybe I was kind of consistent with someone but it just never got serious. Um, people are super flaky here mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just a different it's a different personality type too. the guys. I think they're they're not so down right. to earth. Midwestern guys are very down to earth. They're very nice. They're very traditional and I think that's usually what I'm expecting or looking for and it's it's really hard to find here yeah no for sure I agree with that 100% like the guy I well I guess it was high school so (laughs) the guy dated before Zach was exactly like what you're talking about Mm -hmm. um it was never serious it was like on and off for three years and um and he was all about social media Mm -hmm. he still does that right now he's a big instagram influencer okay yeah so i and i i did go through a period when i turned 21 i was going through my club phase before i started competing and taking like fitness seriously and i did bump into him and he's hasn't changed Uh uh-huh he's still the same yeah (laughs) and i was just like wow like one morning i remember waking up i think that's when i like was like I'm doing fitness 100% changing my whole life uh, my lifestyle in general because at that point in my life I was like really confused and I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself 
So I remember waking up one morning and I was like, wow, this lifestyle is like not for me. Like I need to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's for him. When I did see him, he was never going to grow out of it. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize like, wow, I have a great thing in front of me. I should not mess things up with my boyfriend. Aww. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That was, like, a really tough period for us. It was like, oh, I wanted to go out. So I was going out for a bit. But then, like, waking up that morning. I remember waking up that morning. I was like, wow, I'm just, like, messing up right now. What am I doing with myself? I need to. So I, like, changed my whole perspective on life, I remember. Yeah. That's what fitness did for me. That's awesome. You're mm-hmm. so young to have that realization. That's, a, that's no, I know, really incredible. Because all my friends are doing it so right now. Because we're still early 20s, so I'm like the odd one. I know I know people that are my age. I know people that are early 30s who are doing that. Girl, I... (laughs) I've seen some hot mess expresses. Like, are we going to rain check someday over here? Yeah. But that's okay. Everybody's different and on their own paths. No, yeah. Just because I don't understand it doesn't Mm -hmm. mean it doesn't make sense to them. Sure. So I like to think of it sure. like that, but I don't get it. <laughs> you're you're nicer than me. Like I, if if people if friends I have because I do have friends that will tell me this like they're in their early to mid thirties and they're still getting blackout drunk. I'm like, okay, this wasn't smart or cute when we were twenty two or twenty five. It's definitely not now. Yeah. You know, and what is going on with you personally that you're still doing that? I know. Mm-hmm. I actually really like Matt doesn't drink either, and I don't really. So I doesn't like drinking I, either. I don't actually know the last time that I had a glass of wine, and I don't really... I would actually rather eat my calories, but that's another conversation. But <laughs> I don't... I mean, I don't care if people do, but I just... It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. No, drinking is not my cup of tea. I think the distinction I'm making is blacking out. Oh, gotcha. When I have people who tell me, and they're my age or a little older, who are blacking out drunk, I'm like, it's a little okay, it's it's time to get it together. What are you doing? Yeah. Let's reevaluate those life choices. Let's make sure you're actually eating dinner Yeah. at a minimum. You know, what, <laughs> just, I, Come yeah, on. I don't understand Like, that. I do, I think about that too. Like, I, I go to sleep early, so I wake up in the morning and then... When I'm doing cardio, sometimes I look through Snapchat or something, and I'm just like, all my friends are posting that they're out, it's and like I'm just four like, in the morning and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm over here, cardio, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I don't know. I feel like that's that's like another thing. But yeah. yeah, no, I'm amazed, Lolly. And when I was your age, I was still, I was like in the peak of my party phase because I went to Notre Dame, which is a big drinking school. Oh wow, school. yeah, uh-huh. big drinking school, and I was neurotic about my grades, so I was burning the candle at both ends like I was studying super hard trying to make sure I got A's you know in every class every semester and then going out and just binge drinking and yeah and that's never smart but people drank so much there and that was just normal and expected yeah and yeah and I didn't really get over that until I was in grad school and even then I still had a couple occasions that I think back to and I'm embarrassed by but (laughs) yeah so props to you for having such a great realization and you know commitment to the lifestyle so young i know yeah people are amazed every time they, they're like wow you don't go out <laughs> i'm like I'm i do just a different going out i've always kind of been like that actually really yeah. even in your early 20s yeah wow like that's why your skin's like, so good no oh, girl <laughs> remember we had this conversation we did. last time we did it was hot mess expressed out of nowhere from my I, that's a whole nother thing but i yeah, I I didn't really have that phase, and and I 
I'm more of a homebody and I like don't like huge crowds, but I uh-huh. like to be social. Yeah. I'm a introverted extrovert, I guess, on occasion. I also think it's less of a thing here, binge drinking in the party scene. Like it, it exists, but the way I experienced it at a college Mm-hmm. at Notre Dame it does not exist out college here college is different yeah because colleges colleges in California there's still so much to do and you're by yeah. the beach whereas yeah, in the midwest that. there's nothing to do there's Drink. six months of winter where you're stuck inside and the only mm-hmm. social activity is binge drinking yeah. and that's all there is so it's sort of just what you do if you want to that makes sense that's be totally... around other people pretty much so yeah I think here it's like there's so many more options and I feel like people just yeah. start a lot younger here, though. When, yeah, when they're it comes exposed to, to a lot of a, a different um, mindset. Yeah. I'm scared yeah. for the future. I am, too. I think social media is changing a lot of how we interact with each other. Yeah. And I think, um, like I said, being the single girl, I definitely see how it affects interactions, my interactions with men and dating. And granted, you know, the people are different here, but it's totally different. Um, yeah, it's changing dating for sure. Yeah. Because I met Matt at the tail end of that, and I was about to be like, all right, that's it. Uh-huh. That's no it. more. <laughs> people were only after one thing, and, like, Matt and I had this conversation, and I was just, like, super blunt with him about everything. He's like, whoa, kind of. Uh-huh. Like, why? Like, he, <laughs> he offered, to, he was being all polite, offering to pick me up, and I was like, no. I was uh-huh. like, I'll meet you there. I'm not Was driving. that for your first date? Um for like a second one okay so okay. it wasn't first first he kind of understood but yeah then he was like and I was like you don't even understand <laughs> yeah but he totally relates he's like man I would it's hard being a girl he goes men are 50 times stronger and bigger than you naturally yeah it's scary and you don't know what's gonna happen yeah and men are men have a one-track mind just they're predisposed to it and it, there's just a lot of factors and I think it's really cool that he can see from that perspective uh-huh. of like dang like Man, I'm glad I'm not a girl because that's just hard. And it is. It's hard for both. <laughs> it's hard for both spectrums, but definitely from that aspect, it's very challenging to try and meet meet people, especially with all the new factors that are going into dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very different. Guys will guys will tell you one thing when <laughs> the behavior does not match yeah. up with the words, and yeah, I completely, I completely get. Where you're coming from, Jamie? I'm at a very similar point in my dating, my dating life. So it's It'll time. Come. I'm sure it will. It's time. I can just definitely tell it's time. I've had and enough. I was of about it. to cap out and look. What yeah, happened. that's yeah. When you least expect it. My yeah. mom always used to say that it happens when you least I know. expect it. I know. I'm good. I'm good. Just kind of chilling for a little bit. I think you got us. Yeah. No, I know. No, I know. And I have, like, I love our bikini group chat because it's, like, I can just vent all the crazy stuff I'm experiencing and not just internalize all of it and have people validate that that the other person is acting like a crazy human and I'm not not instigating or causing things. Girl, you're great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not fish. I wasn't, I didn't mean to fish there, but no, it's just. You're not fishing. Fishing for lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I'm sure it'll come with time. But yeah, it's just very, it's very different. And I think people are less able to interact in person nowadays because mm. we're so, we're so connected on social media, but yet we're spending less and less time in person. We're spending more time isolated, but yet we're connected. Yeah. And it changes how you interact with other people and, and what you think the rules of 
engaging socially are because yeah. you're not you're not adjusted to it and I'm more worried about you know the kids that are growing up that are like 12 13 14 what are they going to be like yeah. when they're in their 20s and 30s they're probably not going to know how to interact with each other I worry about that all the time because I have a little 12 year old sister yeah. yeah. Does she so. have a smartphone? Yeah, she has an uh-huh. iPhone. So. And she, she's on She's always apps. on Snap. She's, like, FaceTiming people or, like, I don't even know, on YouTube. Like, uh-huh. she just spends her time on her phone. That's it. Yeah. And it's just, like, I'm, like, wow. But all my cousins have had, like, around her age have had phones since they were, like, little. Like, really? Really little. And uh-huh. I'm just, like, I don't have a phone when I was, like, six years old. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like crazy. They you remember all those Nokia have... brick phones? I saved my allowance uh-huh. when I was over 16, okay? I had this I... scratch <laughs> and sniff strawberry shortcake. I, I think I didn't get a phone until like 8th grade going into ninth grade because my school was farther. That's the, the only phone. reason the they pre-paid. got me a phone. The prepaid ones where you had to press the button to get to the third letter to text. No, yeah, I had that one before. That, that was me and I barely text and I used it only for emergencies. Yeah, I don't think I so texted. Different. My first phone, it was one of those, like, Motorola brick phones. I got it because my parents, I love my parents, but every once in a while this would happen growing up where they would not communicate with each other. I got left at school until, like, 9 o'clock at night oh. one one night. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, <laughs> and that was, I was, like, 16, and this was, like, when the little brick phones where you, like, flip it out, and then yeah. you pull the antenna. Um, wow. Yeah, and so they left me at school, and so I got a cell phone from from being <laughs> left. That's so funny. Okay, so before we get out of here, um, since you two have um, these amazing, supportive, loving relationships, I just wanted to ask any any big tips or takeaways that us single gals or those of us who may be struggling in our relationships while we prep and while we compete um, to have in mind moving forward in our in our love lives and in our personal lives. I think always be open-minded and don't be afraid to voice what you want as well in a very respectful manner. I think it's important to not only compromise your own needs, but make sure that you're getting what you want and don't settle for anything if it doesn't feel right. Usually trust your gut because that's something that I didn't listen to for a very long time that I had to learn the hard way. And if it, don't force it. Don't force it because you're only cheating yourself. So just be patient. That's good advice. I know it's good advice. No, no. On the other end of this grass. No, patience. Patience is one of the things I'm working on. So noted. Noted. (laughs) Yeah, same thing she said. Just be patient, um, open minded for sure. Um, And just find someone that's compatible with the lifestyle that. and just somebody very understanding. You have to be understanding about what they what their fitness journey is about, but they also have to be understanding about yours and then kind of mesh it together in a way. Mm-hmm. In a that sense. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean um, you're just being supportive of one another yeah. and understanding that it's not just about you. Yes. Yeah. Um and communicating. <laughs> Duh. That's like the main thing, I think. Um with especially as a competitor communicating everything even if it hurts their feelings you're just gonna be like i'm sorry if this hurts your feelings but just gotta say it or else it's gonna bother you i feel like yeah you're you're it's just gonna eat you up if you're not vocal about it so 
that's something I had to learn the hard way too, especially in the since I've been with my boyfriend for so long. It was really like five years into our relationship when I decided to compete. So it was just like something that we had to adjust to, even though he was already living the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it was me trying to make it fit into both of our both into the relationship for both of our lifestyles. I don't know. Because he doesn't compete yet. Mm-hmm. So, oh. yeah. So maybe in the future. I encouraged him. No, he is going to compete. Oh, yes? But I encouraged him to compete. I kind of took the risk first. Mm-hmm. So now he wants to do awesome. one. Awesome. Is he going to do physique or classic? Classic. Ooh. Mm-hmm. He has more of the bulky. Mm-hmm. Not like the... I feel like physique guys have more of a V and then... Classic, I don't know. Classic guys, I think they're more balanced because they're spending more focused time on their legs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think of classic oh, guys he has as really like, good I legs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I always, I would be like, why can't my legs be as hard as yours, Matt? Like, just, well, everything, because he's very solid, but that, that's, there's so much work that goes into that. For classic? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. Not, not to discredit physique, of course, but I think classic, you're showing... You're showing all bottoms. the good. Yeah. <laughs> You're in those little bottoms, too. You know. You're showing all the good. I yeah. call them, like, booty shorts for guys. Yeah. 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 No, I, I love classic. It's a good look. Yeah. I guess you're a classic man. Like, yeah, song. maybe one day. Maybe one day. As long as he's at least 5'11 or taller. That's the hard part. I think there's, like, some competitors... This weekend, yeah, there was one. We'll scope it out for you. Okay, okay. Or you can get yourself, Matt used to play rugby, you can get yourself a, okay. a rugby. Or we'll just, we'll just call up Bennett and see who he knows. That. Yeah. <laughs> Bennett, where you at? <laughs> that he can vouch I'm gonna, for. I'm going to give him this podcast. He's going to be so stoked. Perfect. That he Perfect. was a part of it. <laughs> well, thank you two ladies so much for joining me today. It was great to see you and catch up, and we'll definitely have to do one of these again. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Of course. That's all for the podcast today. Thank you guys so much for listening and subscribe on iTunes now. Woo woo. -woo. Yes. Bye bye, Fit Fam.